I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back in. (laughs) It is uh, Monday for us. It is Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. It, only in America do we celebrate a holiday that we call Labor Day and we're not working. Right. There we go. Yeah. I guess we're celebrating the fact that we have, have labored. labored. Yes. Yes. But today we will not be laboring. Yes, exactly. There but we go. I know for you, it is yeah. more than just Labor Day. It <laughs> is now the month of September. Go ahead. Hit it. I love September. <laughs> Happy September to everyone, to all of you who enjoy the fall season. I kind of look at this as the unofficial kickoff of fall. So I'm already decorating my house. Yes, pumpkins have been all over the place this weekend in our home. Um, and all things turkeys, autumn. Yeah. Well, maybe not turkeys yeah. yet. See, I have to wait. That's like after uh, but October. football season just kicked off. Football as well, season, too. so we right? have some turkeys that have football themes to it that you have put out, right? And that makes no sense to anyone who's listening, and they don't know what we're. <laughs> we will put a picture. They're little turkey, turkey. figurines, well, but they're dressed like in football jerseys. So those guys are already player. out. Yeah, exactly. We we're going to put, put a out. picture out for yeah, y'all. We'll do that. So there you go. But, yeah, but so it's September is a lot going on. True. Yeah, decoration. Football season kicks off. College and pro. So yeah, uh, there are many men that are super happy. And and uh, women and the, and now yeah you love football I shouldn't yeah. say that I'm not I, I didn't mean to imply come on that, girls so. put some no. comments in uh, oh my let gosh Rob I know that we like football I did not mean to do that yes exactly but it's a it's a great season we are today uh, you had you had a topic and I, I'm kind of excited about this the more I started uh, putting thoughts behind this and and what this is but you have a great little phrase and kind of what we're going to talk about today so share that with everybody right i mean it's not my phrase but it's a popular popular quote that says life is precious life is sweet hmm. and kind of wanted to take that idea and talk about how that uh what that looks like in married life that yeah. marriage is precious that yes. marriage is sweet and i thought uh it would be Really fun to talk about this, and then you really want to bring some of the. Um, well, what does that when we say that phrase? Right. What What comes to mind? I mean, it is what it what it represents in the marriage that we should have value in our marriage. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so, if I place value on something, what does that What does that mean? What does that what, what am I trying to say that means in marriage? When you think about that term that you said, life is, what's the phrase again? Sorry. Life is precious and life is sweet. For you, what are some of the initial thoughts that when you think about that? Well, when I think of the word precious, that makes me think of something that's uh, that's valuable. Okay. Yes, like what you're saying. Right. Definitely something that is a treasure. Like like if it's precious, it's something that is irreplaceable. It is something that is um a tr- yeah, a treasure. A That's treasure. the word that I keep going back to. Um 
It can be items. I mean, when I think about the things in my life that are precious to me, I love photographs of family. And those are things that are treasures that I just like, they mean so much to me. We have a whole wall in our home that's nothing but photos of our ancestors, you know, going all the way up from going back and then moving forward all the way up to Maddie and Jared. And uh, those precious are things moments. that are precious, precious. right, because the, that photo has captured a memory, has captured a face of someone who maybe is no longer with us even. Right. Um, so that's where that precious word, and then sweetness, it's just like, it just tastes good. It just feels good. It just, you know, <laughs> life is just sweet. It's tender. Uh, you know, when you think about a baby even, a, the sweetness of of something so new, and even in married life, for those that are listening, that maybe you've only been married a few months or you're in the first right. year or two, just the sweetness of that life mm. together that you're building, um, it, it's just, it's beautiful. Yeah. When you said that, I want, I wanted to read this because I was looking at this the other day, getting ready for this. When you said the word treasure, Matthew 6, 21, I, we don't quote a lot of scripture, but I really thought this really applied here. For where your treasure is, there your heart, your wishes, your desires, that on which your life centers will be also. Ah, and and again, yes, in that scripture we're talking about the the scriptures dealing with their, their, your commitment to God and your love towards God. But obviously, that applies when it comes to our marriage, because where your treasure is, where your heart is, yeah, you're, you there's a a desire to invest in that and pour into that. We've talked about that so many times. So uh, I wanted to read this and get some of your thoughts on this. So value, I, I really believe this, that value is revealed over time. And going with that thought that it's an investment in your future. I mean, yes. again, we've said this so many times. I mean, if, if, if there's not a desire in you to bring about change in yourself, individually because of what it does for you, but also what it does for your marriage to stay single. Right. You know, because change is inevitable. We were just talking about this with somebody yesterday. So, and we've touched on this before. So I, I believe each day, you've talked about the word sweet and precious. Each day is an opportunity to deposit. And again, I'm going to use a lot of analogies today. So, but with the opportunity to deposit trust, healthy communication, mm. forgiveness, Love, respect, empathy, honesty, time, and gratitude. And those are just some of the words that just hit me right off the top. But again, every day is that opportunity to create those precious moments. Yes. It's a building up on. Mm. You know, like when you first when you first walk into married life, there's so many new things. In fact, everything is new. Like you said, <laughs> yes. you're you're in the midst of change, but you're also in the midst of so much uh, gain. You know, mm. you're gaining so much. You're gaining uh, your life together and what that means. And then you're also, you're gaining things just like in the practical. You know, right. maybe you buy a new couch and, you you know, you're, you're creating this yes. home that the two of you are going to share for a lifetime. And so there's so much in all of that that's exciting and, uh, you know, the creativity and what that means and, and, I think 
men care about that, but women are really into that. You know, I mean, I think there are men that really like the aesthetics of a home, but right. you know, but with women, it's it's like you know, we're we're looking at the sugar bowl, you know, like the little tiny right. things that it's like, no, I, I I'm looking for this certain yeah thing, yeah, you know, that that makes my kitchen just perfect. Feel like you, right? And feels like you, yes, and 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 that. It's special. Yeah. It, it just really is. Well, again, it, like, like we've touched on before, it, every day is an opportunity to invest in your marriage, mm-hmm. to see it grow. Because, again, and you've said this, we've said this so many times, there's only one marriage like yours. Right. Again, everything that we teach, that we believe, that we've learned, that we've applied to our own marriage, that we encourage others to do, there is still, that's the great thing about marriage. There's a uniqueness about an in each couple that, yes, you can glean from and grow from and take from, but it's still, I mean, that's the great thing. I mean, it's just like snowflakes. Each marriage is different. Yes, there are things that you can apply. Yes. But, but you get to be you. You get to be right. the couple. You get to be as nerdy as you want or <laughs> whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever you are, as sporty as you want. If you're a hiker, great. It, right, you know, whatever you're, you're into. Whatever you're into, you get to develop those things. You get to invest in those things. But I will say, again, looking at that list that we just read, there there are some things that are universal mm. as well, too, that you have to that you have to you have to pour into daily. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important. that, And I love what you're saying about the uniqueness of each couple mm. because I think we live in a time and a place where we want to emulate what we see mm. on our phones most of the time, on television. You know, it, it's like these people that are influencers or, you know, reality shows or whatever. TikTok, whatever. And, yeah, whatever. all the things, yes. you know, and and it's so easy to look at someone as you're scrolling and think, wow, I just, you know, when I get married, my life's going to be like that. Right. You know. Uh, Take your analogy of, of the pictures and we'll flip it on the other side. It, it If we're not careful, we can, we can only view people from a snapshot view. Right. In other words, we just grab a you know, I've seen so many people that do interviews on television, for example, and somebody asks them a question and they go, look, you're trying to ask me a question. You're setting me up for failure. You don't really know me. If you want to know <laughs> who I am, I'll spend more time with you. Right. And the same thing can happen with marriage. We observe these snapshot moments of celebrities or whatever the case may be. But the, the depth that is required to have a successful marriage can only come through by time, and investing in those daily opportunities. Yes. So I think the where the danger can lie in you wanting to create a marriage that looks like fill in the blank versus mm. pressing into the uniqueness of what you have. Like you said, tools are universal. Right. Right? Exactly. But how they're applied to you and what they mean to you based on your life experience is always unique. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. So... I, I know I joked just a second a little bit about my, all my little analogies today, but I really thought about the word value. And I think as, you know, especially in Nashville, for example, and across the country, you know, home values and things that, you know, in Nashville, it is so hard to find a place. A young couples trying to find a place to live or buy a home. It's just— right, Everything it's, is skyrocketed. But 
I got to thinking about our home, for example, where we live. We've owned our home going on 12 years now. So the longer you own a home, the more equity it that builds up. So right. value goes up over time. And right. again, so I hope you see I'm, I'm bringing a parallel between that and, and marriage. And the same is true in marriage. So you, you invest, you create value. Mm. And, and why is that important? And, and here's my point. So there are times... Um, for in an, as an individual in your marriage, that you're going to have to withdraw from that equity that you have built up together in tough times. Oh, that's good. So, I mean, we get phone calls all the day from our lender. Hey, you've got this much equity built up. You can take a loan out or what, you know, you can draw against that equity, pay off debt and things of that nature. And that's the same thing true for when it comes to relationship. And I got this definition. You're going to love this. Okay. So and I know some of we've heard this term. So many times when you have a home, there's what's called sweat equity. Okay. So in other words, like if you want to do, we remodeled our kitchen several years ago. There was definitely sweat equity. <laughs> I know for you and then Maddie that lived here, putting the floor in and, and right. demo and all that stuff. So what's this? Sweat equity is the ownership interest or increase in value that is created as a direct result of hard work by the owners together. Ooh, that is so good. Yeah. Oh, so, love that. Yeah. So in other words, and we've said this before, it's the best work ever, but being married is is hard work. It's work. And so when you when you look at that and why is that equity important because you you know, we've touched on this so many you just said this Early on in your marriage, you're you're learning all these things about each other, right? And you're building up that equity of trust, of communication, of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that I think that there's this misconception that if you find that perfect person, if you find you know that soulmate, right? That we we, we hear people use that term that you won't have to work that hard. Mm. And I don't think that's true because I think work is always involved. Sure. But work, what I'm hearing you say that I love is that work adds value. Yes. Right? The work that you put in adds value. I think if you walk into married life thinking that you don't have to do anything, you are <laughs> you're in mistaken. trouble. Right. Exactly. You're in trouble because they're uh yeah, there's there there's just there's always gonna be something that comes up. There's always gonna be uh and I don't mean that to discourage anybody who's a newlywed and listening. It's just part of married life. And and like you, you know, we we spin these things in a positive way because we believe even in you know we use that term productive conflict, which right. we talk so much about. It doesn't mean there will never be conflict. Conflict will come, but how do you learn from that conflict and gain instead of lose? Like you said, that winner loser concept right. versus I walk away knowing my partner better. Exactly. And you, I mean, we've said that before, and some of you have not listened to that. I encourage you to go back and li- listen to that episode. But productive, again, that one word in front of that, we, because the bottom line is I know that it's tough. Conflict is no nobody necessarily wants that, but when you look at it from a productive point of view, again, we're, we're and I hope you hear that word. For me, that that real that word really keeps sticking out. I have it underlined in my notes: opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
Every one of these things are opportunity, and you've got to choose to stay, and these are four areas that we've touched on before, but you've got to stay connected emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, and physically with your spouse. You have mm-hmm. to develop those things. And we, you know, again, we didn't come up with that, and there's multiple people with too many try to give credit for, but those four areas seem to be the universal things where, you know, I know everybody's not a crier. I get that. But if you don't laugh with your spouse, right? if you don't enjoy moments or whatever, I mean, that, that that's important. You know, uh, uh, physically, you know, to be able to know that, hey, we're, we're connected or intellectually to talk about things that stimulate you mentally as well, right. too. And obviously for us, we believe without God, there is no healthy marriage. You know, that's something right. we, we've not shied away from at all. Yes. I, I can't imagine, we've said this before, being married today without knowing that I have a source to go to, mm-hmm. that when push comes to shove and we have difficult times that we can go to and say, God, we need your help in this area, that ability to pray and connect with him and seek his guidance. I don't understand how couples oh, make I don't it know how they with, do it either. without him. Because right. in myself, I know. I know who I am, right? You know, and you feel the same way about yourself. Yes, absolutely. So it's that, that connection to have that, but that that sweat equity to put that work in, and knowing we're in it, and we touched on this the last couple episodes. We are in it together. Yes. And again, I love, and I hope I hope you're as those that are listening that have not been married that long, like Robin said, it's not to discourage you, but it's to encourage you that it takes effort and it takes work. Yes. And seizing those moments of those opportunities to connect. Yes. We got into this deep discussion yesterday. Uh, Our buddy, uh, Drea, we went and ate lunch with her yesterday and had such a good time. And we got into some really deep discussions and, um, and, and something that she said yesterday, I thought it might be kind of fun to talk about for a minute. She was talking about the difference between being uh, transparent and being vulnerable. Mm, yes. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, when we get talking about what's precious to us, what's sweet to us, uh, and and going back to looking at social media and what you think people, what kind of lives you think people have, you know, there's a there there may be transparency where you kind of see into their lives, um, but yet there's no vulnerability. Right. You know, and and I told her when she brought this up at lunch, and I said, it reminds me, because I love gardening, reminds me of a greenhouse. A greenhouse is basically completely glass, you know, when you put your plants in it to help them grow. I can see through the greenhouse mm. to the plants that are growing there, but it's a different thing if I walk in the door and enter the greenhouse. Now I'm experiencing the smells of those plants, the feel of those, you know, right. it's, it's a full sensory moment. And there's a lot of vulnerability when people are letting you into their lives versus someone who's transparent. And I think too, that that just brings so much value and sweetness. Sure. And so let let me, I want to make sure I want to dissect that a little bit more. So as people are listening, so transparent, would you say that is, that's letting people know about your problem or, an or issue, just know about your life. Know about your mm-hmm. life, but vulnerability is allowing them in. Yes, yes, and that's part of the that's part of the the trust when you're mm. bringing up trust, like you did a while ago. Uh, you know that that trusting with your partner, that 
feeling of like we're in this thing together and I get to be me 100% and we walk through life together as a couple living in vulnerability, not just transparency, but vulnerability, going deep. Yeah. You know. And and that you know, and I think about that, and we use that word all the time. But when she said that, that did take vulnerability took on a new level for me because you understand vulnerability means again, like you said, I I I'm letting this. Not only am I sharing a moment, you know, whatever the case may be. Maybe I'm asking for forgiveness. Maybe I'm struggling with something. Whatever the whatever that may be. Whatever that looks like. But now I'm taking it to the next level to let them be part of the whether it's a healing process, whether it's forgiveness I'm needing for myself or sure. towards or towards you as my spouse. And I think I think that's I think that's why that scares people sometimes. <laughs> because again, and we've touched on this so many times, vulnerability has not always been modeled in the best way because I think there's a fear because of maybe past dating situations or maybe how your parents even treated you when you were trying to be vulnerable or mm. you started out at a place of transparency right. and were trying to move to vulnerability and you got shut down or said, right. you know, why do you think that way or you need to get over it, whatever the case may be. So we 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 shut vulnerability down. We desire, but we only allow it to go so far because we're afraid that we may not be heard or seen. Mm, that's so good. Right? Would you, th- oh, would you think that? Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Wow. This is a great episode. Yeah, it really no, it's, good. We're set, <laughs> it's a deep discussion. We're I mean, here listening to each other. Yeah. And, wow. and our brains are like going, oh man, I, I want to think on that I know. A, a little bit more. But w- what I'm what I mean by that is I, I can remember as we started developing again, moving from transparency to vulnerability, as mm-hmm. we started to develop that in our marriage, and I've said this before to back that up, is I learned that I I also had, once I knew I could trust you and let you in on a situation, I had to learn not to, and we've said this before, not to be offended right? and keep the walls down. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when you move from transparency into vulnerability. You have to keep the walls down because that person that you have developed this level with, and it's a deep level vulnerability is, to let them in, let them empathize with you, let them connect yes. with you, let them truly hear and see your heart. Yes. We have to watch that we don't allow our intellect to shut our heart off. Yeah. Because again, you you've got your your intellect is trying to we sound like brain people now. Your intellect <laughs> is trying to con- reconnect emotionally with your spouse, whatever the case may be, and you're and you're desiring to go to a d- deeper level mm-hmm. with them. So understanding that Letting them in, I can remember as we started to develop those things that I had to go, wait a minute, She again, I know we've said this before, you're for me. Right. And if we keep talking long enough and we keep asking questions, as you said so many times, we're going to get to the other side where where our ultimate desire is to be healed and to be whole and bring about change. And each time we do that, that's where I think that word precious, Mm. there's the value of the word precious because... As these experiences Rob and I are talking about keep growing over time, over years, the depth of relationship becomes more precious. So it sweet. is irreplaceable. It yeah. is treasure. Yeah. It's finding treasure in each other. And you guard that. You absolutely guard it. And that's when life is so sweet. Yeah. Life is precious. 
life is sweet. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Hey, thanks for listening today. Oh, yeah. I, we're going to let you know up front when we get through this, but we're going to keep talking. because it, it's just so There's just such depth to this, and I hope that's what you do as well, too. Maybe as you get through this episode, just, just take a moment, talk to your spouse, yeah. think about these things. Don't don't just allow this moment just to pass by. You know, if it's if it's moved your heart in some way, talk about those things yeah. that are precious, that are sweet to you. Yes. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. We'll see you again. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at Marriage and Us underscore podcast and on Twitter at Marriage and Us. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple.